And they, I remember the girls who were out back, they came in and they said, oh my goodness, these two blokes paddled out and just had this this sort of shocking moment of realisation that they were suddenly in this pack of women. <laughs> and they sort of looked decidedly uncomfortable. <laughs> were looking around as if to say, what have, what have they sort of just swum into? Tables have been turned. <laughs> and, and promptly paddled off. <laughs> uh, yeah, see when you put it like that. Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Leighton. On this episode, we speak to the founder of Wave Wahinis, Yvette Curtis. Yeah, she was real, real nice, real easy to speak to and just full of information of stuff she's doing for Wave Wahinis and young women, well, women of all ages in North Devon. Yeah, she's totally inspiring, a role model for so many people, especially like you said, women and um, people from ethnic minorities. She's a yeah, real force for good in the surfing community. Yeah. Brilliant interview. Brilliant story. Here we go. Okay, well, hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm Yvette, and I founded and run Girls Surf Club Wave Wahinis. Um, we started four years ago, so now into our fifth year, and we now also have lots of women in our group, so it's women and girls. So what made you want to start up a women's surf group? Uh, my eldest daughter, Aaliyah. Um, she was 12 at the time when we started and she wanted to surf um, a lot more, obviously because of where we live. We're based in Croyd um, and I am abysmal at surfing. I'm really, really awful and there was no way that I could teach her anything, not that she would listen to me much anyway. Um, so we had a bit of a look around at the local surf clubs and, you know, obviously that age for a teenage girl, it can be quite intimidating and the surf clubs were very much boy heavy. So I'm by trade a personal trainer and have been for sort of over a decade now. So I've built up my own business and and quite comfortable with that. So I thought let's have a little look around, um, and have a talk to the surf schools and a couple of the female surf coaches we know like Karma and Liv and Surf Southwest, and lo and behold, they were sort of really keen to support us um, way back when, and the the club was born, because I thought, I can't be the only parent who has this, and um, yeah, Wave Wahinis has been going strong ever since. That's that's quite interesting, that, because I, you know, I, I presumed, as I think as everyone else did, that, you, you know, you were a... You were an amazing surfer, and like you know, that's how it was all. That's yeah. how it all came about. That's really surprised me, actually. I thought you were oh going to. Oh my god, no! Be... You should see me try. It's I've I've been trying for about the past. Oh god, I had my first surf lesson when I turned thirty, um, and I've been ten years trying to get better, and I'm still I'm still in the white water, still trying to get up onto my feet all the time, and yeah, still pretty awful. But I absolutely love every second of falling off. Thank goodness, because that is what I do most. <laughs> that's that's it that, well that's the same as us but 20 years of doing the same thing I think, so <laughs> yeah. it, it never gets any easier can you remember that point of starting to do it and then that did you get a point where you sort of fell in love with the ocean and fell in love with surfing or definitely yeah I mean I I sort of I've always wanted to be by the sea because I grew up in Bristol and and I've always wanted to live down here and then sort of 10 years ago 10 or 11 years ago we moved 
Um, and you know, I've been obviously wanting to to be closer to the sea, and I love it. I'm not sure it loves me back all the time, um, <laughs> but I certainly, certainly enjoy being part of the ocean. And I, you know, I cold water swim um, with a with another sort of group of women over in Heel. So I do spend a lot of my time in the ocean, and my partner is an avid surfer. So I think if I didn't have um, some kind of affinity with the ocean, we probably wouldn't be together now. So yeah, no, I've seen I've seen him surf. He's uh, he's not too bad either, actually, is he? <laughs> no, he's not. He's not too shabby. I wouldn't let him try and teach me though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same. Um, so the I've seen on Instagram your the surf club runs like throughout the day as well, doesn't it? And there's people come every day, and like the the membership looks. Looks like got quite a lot of members down there, really. Yeah, we we run three sessions a week. Um, so we run two in the daytime, which are Mondays and Tuesdays. So that's sort of Mondays is our over thirties group, and then Tuesdays lunch times we do an over eighteens um, with no upper age limit. So obviously a lot of our over thirties go to the the uh, Tuesday, and then on Tuesday night we have our girls group, which range from ages eight to sixteen. Um, and yeah, we're just getting more and more, especially coming out of lockdown. It's just, you know, it's gone through the roof, really. So yeah. it's been amazing. I think people are really appreciating their their sort of local nature, really, and being being outside. Yeah, realizing that, you know, when lockdown is, or when you're in the throes of lockdown, you kind of look at your life a little bit more, don't you? And then I suppose people are looking uh, to do something they've always wanted to do and, and it sounds like that surfing for a lot of people, especially if you live down there. Like I, I struggle to understand why you wouldn't be a surfer living down there. So, you do you know what you'd be surprised? I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, I would never ever class what I do as surfing ever, um, but I flail about quite a lot and enjoy it. But certainly in our over thirties group, that has been a really common thread of of sort of things we found out is that most of the women who have never surfed before, and that's quite a lot of them wouldn't have tried it if it wasn't for our club and they've always kind of you know especially the ones that have lived here all their lives you know they've said I can't believe we've never surfed and we're sort of you know 35 36 and and they absolutely love it but it's just you kind of get to a point I think where you go oh no I'm way too old for this I've had you know far too big to get in a wetsuit and this and that and there's always an excuse or a reason or a barrier that puts you off yeah. Um, and I think we've we've worked really, really hard to to try and take away those barriers for for sort of women and for the girls to participate in our club. Yeah, I mean, my wife had her first lesson. I think I saw you at the wave that day, and she had her first lesson. She's forty two years old. She kill me for saying that. I know. That, but... I love that. I was so <laughs> pleased. I listened to the um, I listened to the podcast afterwards just to see how she got on, and yeah. it, what made me laugh was the. Uh, I think she said she's like, and it tastes really different. Oh yeah. my god, she's so right. It's so weird not having like just like tasting water it's really odd yeah no, and she, i think you sort of you ripped it out of her a little bit going what are you doing drinking the water <laughs> no she does she <laughs> yeah tastes i totally everything. got it <laughs> she does she like if she picks something up and she'll smell it and she'll be like that and she has to taste it and you're like stop stop tasting things <laughs> stop eating food off the floor what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, well, i'm not i'm not that extreme but yeah i, I totally understood what she was saying because i it might sound like a little bit of a stupid like you've answered the question a bit already but i saw something posted the other day and I, i've always thought like you know why 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 do you need a girl specific surf club and I saw something the other day and I can't remember what the lady's name was who was talking about and she was an ex-pro surfer and she was saying about the um like the stigma and the the yeah she was saying um she didn't have a very good time as a pro surfer did she yeah. and then 
um, a lot of the a lot of the thing that she had an issue with with was um, when she came out of the water on the pro circuit and she'd have to give her board to a model and then they would take photos and it was kind of like trying to create this image around surfing what a female surfer should look oh, like and I, it, yeah, it I totally remember. who was that I, yeah I can't remember, I can't remember either it was last week wasn't it as well. yeah, yeah. And, but it was really kind of enlightening because you know we're well, just I suppose it is kind of a bit of a male-dominated sport, isn't it? Really, like and even kind of recreationally as well. Yeah, it's huge. That's you know, it really is like massively male-dominated, even even still. And you know, I'm predominantly sort of white males as well. So you know, there's just such a lack of diversity out there. You know, whether it's you know whether it's sort of ethnicity or whether it's gender. It is really, you know, it's quite a one size fits all when you look at it, but it's it's not when you're out there sort of doing it. It just I think you just need to create something that is that is welcoming because you know it it's intimidating. It really is intimidating to to go to a beach, put on a wetsuit, especially if you've never done it, and and kind of go, right, what do I do now? Or even just go to a surf school and kind of, you know, as a as a woman of a certain age, which I am. I would certainly find it intimidating to to do that by myself. Um, and so I think by creating a club that is specifically for women and girls, it gives them a space immediately. Um, and that's not to say that it, that suits everybody. You know, there's plenty of women and girls out there who do have the confidence and who are happy to go and do that by themselves. But that's not, and that's, you know, it's great, more power to those that can do that. But that shouldn't exclude those that really want to, but are intimidated by it, you know? So, and I think that's kind of where we come in is we just create something that's really positive and, and just really, really sort of non-judgmental and really non-competitive as well. Yeah. You can see that as well from, from not only the pictures like you put on Instagram, but the words that go with it, your passion for everything you're doing actually comes through on those posts as well, which is, uh, it's really nice to see that actually. That's, oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you must be you must be quite proud about that. Um, you know the, the the fact that you're giving w- women who wouldn't normally try surfing the chance to try surfing, and you kind of can see what surfing does for people. Um, and like the, like like you said, you you've only you you're in, in the white water, and yet you're still getting that buzz from it and that stoke from from being in the white water. So you know, giving somebody else the opportunity to to do that as well or, or give them that feeling is it must be a great thing it is I you know there's not a there's not a session that goes by where I don't sort of come out going yeah that was so good well, that's that's the thing that everyone gets isn't it and I bet you can see the change in them before they go in and when they come out as well yeah absolutely we have one of my friends in particular she's been a friend for a long time she sort of has days where she, where I'll sort of message her and she's like is it is it happening today and I'm like yes it is and she goes oh well I'm I'm a bit like and I'll come and pick you up that's it you're not getting out of it because yeah. <laughs> I know that she's obviously having you know whatever having a bit of a bad day um but I also know 100% that once she gets in the water she's just going to be full of smiles and you know and every time that happens, she's always like, oh, thanks for coming to pick me up. I really needed it. I just needed a bit of a sort of kick up yeah, the bum. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Like, we get like that as well. I mean, mm. you know, we get like that sometimes. One of us is like, oh, I really can't be bothered. And, I, I, you know, it's it's slightly different because we've got a bit of a drive as well. So it's... Yeah, of course. We're like, oh, can't But be every time we go, ne- yeah. never regret it. 
ever. No. There's never been one session you've gone, God, I wish we wouldn't drive down. Even when he's like slicing me with his fins or, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> something, like, something like that, you still never regret it. It's always, <laughs> yeah, it's always, a, it's always a great time. Um, so, no, for sure. to, so when people come to your club, do you, do you train them to go, like as they progress and they get better, um, do you help train them to, to get to like kind of the next level and the next stage in surfing? Yeah, yeah, we do. Obviously, we um, the club runs from Surf Southwest, so they supply all of our coaches, which are amazing. Um, and I think I've, I have been told that sometimes the coaches fight over who gets to coach Wahinis because it's one of the one of their favourite sessions, which I'm really pleased about. Um, but there's so much high energy that it's fantastic. But we obviously ensure that to keep everyone coming back that there's always that progression if they want it so there's always a coach out back and we're getting more and more of the women and the girls getting to that point where they want to be pushing it further and and doing more and then we're now sort of you know uh, the coaches are now taking them further out the back teaching them a little bit more about the lineup and how to pick where they take off where to sit where to wait about the etiquette so yeah they're definitely getting that progress all the time and, and I think they've sort of well, I'm on it, so I know it's happened, but they, they've got like a WhatsApp group um, of when people are going surfing. And so now this community um, that started as a club is now forming into what it what I wanted is this amazing community of women that are messaging each other, going, oh, anyone fancy going in at Pats tonight or Willacombe? And, and yeah. yeah, they're all surfing loads together anyway. Well, that's, oh, that's amazing. Really nice. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's just, that's just what it's all about, isn't it? You know, sh- as I was trying to say, like you know, it's, it is a, as Leighton said, a very male-dominated sport. But coming from a from a guy's point of view, I've never, never even it's never even entered my head to think about it. You know, if there's that, a, that's if there's probably a, what the problem is. Though. Yeah, I think that is it because it does. It's not. It's not. I've ever thought. Oh, you know, why do they need a women's club, or why is it just men, or what? I've never. It's never even entered my head, and I think that's growing up through like skateboarding and surfing and it's just yeah, sort of the culture sort of tends to mix a lot where it's just nobody really once you're in the water they get the odd one but nobody really cares like yeah it's, it's because no, you're exactly. you're a man aren't you so it's not affecting you and that that's yeah. why that's why you're not even thinking about it you know yeah so. that's right you're absolutely right there later it's it's definitely a if it doesn't affect you you don't really think about it and you don't see it yeah, you know, um, but it's quite funny because we had we did a photo. There was like a dawn photo um, thing with King of Kooks Media. Yeah, I um, saw that. Was, yeah, for like a month or so ago, I think. There's like the film on them um, on their Instagram, I believe. Um, but it was like five a.m. or something ridiculous, yeah. and and it was to kind of do a girls a girls and women shoot, um, and obviously it was just if you want to come out, come out. Let's all go out at sort of half five. And honestly, it was amazing. There were like 20, 25 women who went out with their boards. Um, and they, I remember the girls who were out back, <laughs> they came in and they said, oh, my goodness, these two blokes paddled out and just had this this sort of shocking moment of realisation that they were suddenly in this pack of women. <laughs> and they sort of looked decidedly uncomfortable. <laughs> we're looking around as if to say, what have, what have they sort of just swum into <laughs> tables have been turned and, and promptly paddled off <laughs> uh, yeah see when you put it like that that makes perfect sense but uh, you know as you're just saying then it's not it's not anything i've ever like i try not to explain it properly what i what i mean but not any anything i've ever gone out my way thinking of like if a, if there's a girl surfing or if there's a guy surfing it really it i it makes no difference to me but 
as you explain that like that, that makes a huge difference. And it must be so intimidating as a woman to paddle out into a group of guys if you're surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they can be quite aggressive sometimes. Yeah, some as well, of them can so. be very aggressive. Yeah. I think that's I think that's it. And that's why we, you know, it's really nice that the girls now all get together and surf together. So there's never that oh, we're just going on our own. There's always someone with you, which is it yeah. just gives you that confidence. Yeah, that's definitely uh that's just, uh, you know, nothing but good things can come of it. There was also an epic photo or one of the videos on that uh, King of Kooks uh, media. Where, wasn't there? Was a dolphin jumped out the back as someone was surfing? Yeah, yeah. there was a dolphin with DJ. That yeah. was amazing. Uh, what, a, what a great time to have a camera crew there with you. <laughs> yeah, we, we tend to, you know, only go in the water when we're followed by like a, a massive film crew. That's, yeah. that's what we do. <laughs> so you guys were at the Adaptive Surf Competition uh, a couple of weeks ago volunteering is that right how, how did that come about um well I obviously follow surfing England I used to work for them um so as soon as the call went out on social media for volunteers I was like I think oh, I think we were driving back from weirdly might have actually been driving back from the wave anyway <laughs> and so I was there in the car Steve was driving and I'm there sort of filling in the volunteer forms um straight away so because we know that it gets really really oversubscribed with people wanting to help Oh, which is great, great though. but we amazing. wanted to kind of get in there first so we um yeah we sent our applications off super early and obviously I've got you know a fair amount of experience of helping people and being in the water with people um and my daughter it was my daughter that came with me in the end as the other assistant um and she's now a fully qualified coach so and she volunteers with wave project so she's like a got loads of experience so she was a great person to have there as well yeah she's 17 18 isn't she she's 17 yeah she'll be 18 in april yeah and fully qualified coach already wow that's amazing you've got to be super proud oh my god i'm yeah you have no idea i'm like beaming now (laughs) i'm so i'm so very proud of her she's she's quite an amazing young lady and yeah she is fully qualified and yes i'm hoping that that will sort of inspire her to go on travels when she's sort of 18 and finish college and and kind of take a year out to to just you know travel the world with a qualification where she can coach she can work and yeah it should hopefully take her around the globe yeah, yeah and she'll be able to yeah she'll be able to surf in all the uh, incredible spots that you see in the magazines as well then oh incredible. exactly that's what we're that's what we're aiming for i'm hoping that she's going to end up you know maybe doing some some volunteer work with like the Aragon Bay Surf Girls Club in Sri Lanka would be really cool. Oh yeah. Um, or working out and doing some stuff with surfers, not street children. You know, sort of charities that we have sort of quite close allyships with would be really nice. Yeah, there's so there's many of, of them. Quite a lot yeah. of charities in the surfing community actually. Now, now you're saying all those, you're kind of thinking, oh my god, yeah, it's like a lot of surfers want to do good and give I, back, and I really like that. I That's... think this what you're what you're saying and. I've been a perfect example of it in this is if it doesn't affect you, you don't, you know, you don't notice it. You don't, you don't see it. And as you're saying these charities and and things, you're like, oh yeah, there is loads of them in there. So there's got to be, maybe we should get involved a bit more. There's got, yeah, (laughs) there is that, but there's got to be much more of an issue than we actually, than we actually see. Mm. Yeah. So, um, you also, uh, tell me if I've got this wrong or not, but you also got, uh, nominated for a sportswoman award is that right I did yeah um I was I was nominated and reached the sort of final four shortlisting um for the 2019 Sunday Times Sportswoman of the Year Grassroots Award um yeah which was unbelievable 
it was such a crazy I mean I think I found out like this time last year um that I'd been sort of nominated and selected as their final four I voted which for you was, oh, did you oh thank <laughs> you thank you much yeah I know I did um but how how did that come about then how how was it did well, somebody put you forward I, mean, or? I just I just got a phone call um at like 10 o'clock at night or something ridiculous um from the lovely Rebecca Myers at the Sunday Times um and I'd been avoiding this call because it's one of those where you're like oh my god that's not in my phone book I'm not gonna you know who's that and and then I had a text message from the number saying who they were and I thought oh my god yeah. <laughs> it's me blanking them all day <laughs> and so I, I sort of spoke to her and, and I remember my daughter was sat next to me and they told me and I just oh my goodness I was just trying desperately not to wake the kids up from upstairs but I was so excited it was it was unbelievable and then we had sort of this crazy period of time where they the, the Sunday Times came down to do interviews and photo shoots and then me and Aaliyah went to London for the actual award ceremony yeah wow it, it looked like a, an amazing time that must make you really yeah. proud, actually, that you're being recognised for for what you're doing and what you've done in the past as well. That that's, must be yeah, really nice for you. Yeah, it was so cool because, like I said, you know, I you know my business is in PT, so that's how I that's how I sort of pay the bills and that's how I do my sort of work. Um, so Wahini's actually is just because it needs to be there and because I love doing it. It doesn't actually sort of fund anything. Yeah. Um, but it brings so much joy that I couldn't not do it. So I think. I think to sort of have that recognition that actually the the people that we're touching, it really does have an impact on their lives and so much so that they've gone out of their way to either nominate and then, you know, and then to vote. It's been, yeah, it was amazing. And we got to, we, we obviously, my daughter got to, got to have a picture with Dina Asher-Smith, which was quite amazing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a bit made up by that. So you've got Mum of the Year awards for a, uh, for a long time <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, this is it. All the times I nag her to do the dishwasher, she's like... No, I'm like, hey, if it wasn't yeah. for me, you wouldn't have met Dean Ashley Smith. <laughs> so where did where did the name come from then, the Wave Wahinis? Um one of my girlfriends actually, um we were we were just sat talking about this all those years ago and I said I just need to come up with a cool name, but I don't want it to be like something that says surf in it and be really obvious. Um, was that a dig at us, she's then? she's quite a good marketer, so so uh, no no disrespect. <laughs> I just realised what I said there. Sorry, you can you can edit that out. Ah, leave it in. It's fine. Anyone digging at us is fine. It's honestly we don't mind. We... And she just said, "Why don't we look at sort of you know Hawaiian words and and actually wahini means um, woman or girl um, from Polynesia." So it was oh, the perfect right. thing. So then just to put you know. A, wave wahini is essentially a girl or woman of the water wave girls yeah brilliant do you do you have members coming from further afield um the reason i ask is my partner um loves surfing but she would really love to be part of the club but we live like an hour and a half away um so do you have any members coming further afield we've had girls coming from exeter coming from taunton somerset yeah oh great i'll let her know because yeah, yeah, she's she, very welcome yeah yeah she, she'll be over the moon because she's desperate to uh to kind of meet like-minded women really and get in the water with them so uh, yeah she'll be over the moon about that That's um so uh, what what's in store for the future of wave wahinis have you got anything planned or yeah we've got loads sort of on the back burner um loads of things in the pipeline we've 
we've got a couple of funding applications in because um, I don't know if you saw the spotlight piece that was on um, trying to to encourage more women and girls from BAME backgrounds into surfing. There's, there's a massive disparity um, in women of colour in surfing. So it was it was kind of to try and attract more women like myself. You know, I'm a woman of colour, so and I'm you know I've headed up this group. Um, so I you know it's really bizarre for me to find that we only have maybe like two or three other women of color in our group yeah Yet, you know we we regularly have 30 people in our clubs so so I kind of really wanted to focus on that as well and I work quite sort of closely with you know the amazing people in the states like black girl surf and you know we have good relations with textured waves you know trying to promote that so we've been looking at funding to run a course specifically to find out why there's those barriers if there are those barriers um and to kind of reach out and our sort of our other stream of of um of projects for hopefully 2021 onwards is working with we've been in sort of a series of talks with north Devon against domestic abuse um and we really want to to run projects with them um, for North Devon to look at their women and their women who come out of domestic violence situations with children as well and use surfing as a form of family reconnection um, and empowerment for those women that aren't with children and just a kind of a freeing moment because you know I'm sure you guys understand that when you're in the sea it's it's all about being in the present it's there's nothing that can kind of distract you from what you're doing because it's so moving and it's and it's constant and you have to react to what's going on around you so you don't have time to sit and think about what what you've been through what what's happening what you're doing you know all those things it's very it's very present and it's very freeing for your mind to kind of not focus on other stuff um so we kind of want to use it in that way um and we've spoken to the wave in bristol and surf sisters down in Cornwall as well and we've sort of got them on board for another couple of years if we can get sort of funding secured for that so we're yeah we've got a few really good initiatives um as far as sort of some charity work we'd like to do but as far as the the regular running of the club we love how it works we're going to continue with with the way it is um, but we really want to introduce a little bit more of a progressive style for those women and girls that want to maybe move into more elite surfing and competitions. So, so between sort of Karma and myself, because Karma used to surf for Great Britain. So I think, you know, she's got the surf knowledge and the, the competition knowledge. And I've got the, the sort of training and and sort of the, the sports side of it, the coaching side of it. I've got that. So I think between us, we could probably create something quite special. Yeah, so you've got a pretty rounded package there where, you you know, you, you can have people from the very beginning, as you say, progressing right up to that level of being yeah. able to surf for England. That's, you know, what more could you want from a club, really? Yeah. Well, you... what you're doing with the charity side of things and, um, you know, as surfing's being used as a therapy, that is just yeah. kind of incredible, isn't it? And That's we've, what we've said about yeah. it before, like... Um, the feeling that that you you have when when you're surfing like you said that you're you can only be in the present there's so much going on in the water and your your brain needs to process so much that it is nearly impossible to think about anything else and i can't think of anything else that i've ever tried that kind of immerses you that like that so using it as a therapy like some of the some of the people that are going through a really rough time that is just bliss for them isn't it? to have that you know 
an hour break from what's going on in their life is, is just going to be really, really valuable. So what you're doing is just fantastic. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, do you know when this is going to go out? Because I've got something really exciting. Uh, um, yeah. I, say, I don't want to ruin their surprise. Yeah, that's all right. It's going to go out in, hold on, we've got Wednesday, we've so five be, shapers of the 1st of November, so the middle of November. Middle of November. Oh, yeah. awesome. Oh, that's perfect. Um, it's really, really, I love it. I'm so excited by this. But <laughs> on the on the sort of discussion of surfing as therapy, it's really sweet. We've got, we've, we've obviously got, you know, many women and girls who have gone through all sorts of things on a personal level and it's been really lovely to kind of hear those stories and and be part of their sort of recovery um but one in particular really stands out to me and and I think you'll find it on our Instagram or our Facebook anyway um it was a little girl called Sophie and she wrote a poem about what wave wahinis and what surfing means to her oh yeah Um, I saw I saw she wrote it to yeah to go and get a blue peter badge yeah and this morning I, I had a message from her mum with a photo of the letter from Blue Peter and her Blue Peter badge. And the reason she's found surfing and, and enjoys our club so much was because she very sadly lost her dad um, just over a year ago. Oh. Oh, and yeah. she's, been, she's been surfing with us every single week since then. Oh, that is, that's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing how surfing can do so much and it it is such great therapy for so many people like we always say we reckon everyone should try surfing or Mm. everyone should just get in the ocean yeah you know Mm. i absolutely agree that poem makes me cry all the time and i'm just like oh my god now she's got this this blue peter badge which i think her mum's giving to her tonight so i'm like yay yeah. So it's very we'll, uh, oh that's we'll, what you do we'll, want to say oh good we'll, for her we'll post that on our uh, social media when this one comes out as well then so uh yeah well done sophie yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's amazing yeah so is do you think after like as you're saying there's a little girl there surfing do you think anyone can surf is never too like we get this question a lot am i too old to start surfing and the answer we always mm. say is no never mm. Nope, 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 definitely not. We have, um, I think, the most mature lady we've had join us for her first ever surf was 71. Amazing. Wow. Oh, that's so I cool. know. I'm, I'm still blown away by that. But we regularly have women in their 60s surfing with us yeah. and certainly in their 50s. That's so cool. That's amazing, isn't See, it? See, the, the thing is now, nowadays, when you when you think of like an old person, they were young in like the seventies and stuff now, like in the sixties, you know, that's when it was kind of, that's a cool time to, to be young. So, you know, there's, there's not, it's not like the same type of old person that you would be when we were kids, you know, when they were kind of, do you think there is, but we're just older? No, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, you know, I'm with you on this one. I think I think when we were younger, our age was probably really old, and now we're at our age. We go, no, no, it's not old. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know what he, I know. What he's trying to say like music was different and better. And, yeah, you know, yeah. like they're growing up with you know the Rolling Stones and you know Led Zeppelin and stuff. You know, it's not like they're growing yeah, up true. with these um, kind of old-fashioned. Like, That's not music. Yeah, yeah do you know yeah. what I mean? I, I'm, I'm not doing a very good job. Again. <laughs> I'm probably yeah. just offending everybody yeah, just offending everybody and he's just trying to get out of the fact that he's now old and he can't take it yeah, yeah I'm struggling I must admit <laughs> oh, no that's amazing so 
what do you think the key things that people get that come to your club? What are the key things they get out of their surf lessons and experiences? Yeah, like a kind of like a kind of promotional little snippet for people who might be um, might be thinking about trying it. Um, I would personally say they get community, uh, they get support, they get a really salty sense of love, which is great. They get lots of hugs if, well, times when we were allowed to hug each other, obviously. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now they get like a high five if they're lucky. But still, they get lots and lots of support, lots and lots of friendship, lots of love, no judgment. They get totally, you know, ensconced in this family from the minute you join you know from the second you walk through the surf school it's just immediate you know chat and banter and and you know it's it's just a wonderful thing and we're um we're actively sort of trying to reclaim the language as well as a positive so we've recently changed our logo which was sort of fitness fun and friends to surf like a girl because you know of course, we're going to surf like girls. We are them, so, yes. you know. So we're we're just trying to turn everything into into positivity for all those groups that um that are marginalised through surfing and feel that there's no space for them. You know, whether that's that's women, that's girls, whether that's people of colour, whether that's people who are queer. You know, we we work with the queer surf club again for yeah. the same thing. Um, so I just think they find a community and a family with us. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're speaking to the Queer Surf Club soon. Right? Yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Are yeah. you? Oh, yeah. my God, he's amazing. Yeah, yes. looking forward to having he's, him on. He's so nice. He reached out to me after the um, the Bane piece went live and I got absolutely trolled with loads of racist crap. So, oh, yeah, no, he, really? Um, he reached terrible. out to me after that through a mutual so, friend. And, so yeah, what, it was what really, was that, really what lovely. What was that that happened? Sorry? Oh, the um, the project that I that I sort of was talking about with trying to increase more Bane women and girls into surfing, yeah. it was put out as a spotlight piece on BBC Spotlight, yeah. um, and it received such atrocious um, trolling on their page that they had their their mediators had to step in and um, and just remind everybody that racism and bullying isn't allowed on their page. <laughs> so oh, you it was it was quite a tough happens, sort of twenty four forty eight hours once that aired. With, with with everything that's going on at the moment um, and like the COVID and everybody kind of feeling that like you need to come together and the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that, you cannot believe that people still do stuff like that, can you? It's absolutely mad. I know. it's a re- It was really, it was just really quite soul destroying. You know, it's I'm sort of, I'm, I'm 40 now and I remember, you know, having words shouted at me when I was a kid. I, you know, I remember my parents having their tyres slashed through all of that and you sort of think Jesus have we have we really are we still there are we still having this conversation you know and it's it's just just quite it's quite disheartening at times but you've got to just keep on going and keep discussing it no matter how uncomfortable it makes people feel it's you've got to change it's got to change yeah see that's another thing where um I think you get the the same thing as we said earlier if it doesn't affect you you don't realize and I think there's more people there is more people I speak to like like myself who are are not as as aware of these things because they've they've never it's never been something that's entered my head and it's never been something that I've really been faced with either so yeah I you know always thought like you know in surfing and skating oh there's not really any racism there's not really any homophobia you know it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl and I think that might have just been the people that I've surrounded myself with who have not actually 
you know, it's never affected any of us. No, none of us have, it's never bothered us, like, you know, what you were, who you are, or anything like that. Yeah, and it's, it's not, you know, you're not, but the, the reason why that's not in your head is because you're not racist it, yeah. or homophobic or anything like that. So it's not even an issue to you. And because you're yeah, not, yeah, exactly. Part of and you wouldn't assume that the people that you're yeah. with, you know, share those, you know, share those same sort of, or you'd assume that they share the values you share. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, sadly, probably, you know, not everybody does. And, and that's becoming, you know, more increasingly aware out there at the moment with, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, we spoke with, um, I think we were doing a meeting there actually during lockdown. And we and we had like an online Black Lives Matter movement with with Sophie Everard as well. And, and that was huge, you know, it's because it's such a big thing. And it, you know, yes, it's uncomfortable. Um, but if it makes you feel uncomfortable, then you need to look at why. Um, and I think it's it's such an important topic that, you know, I'm really quite passionate about certain things. And, you know, f- female empowerment is huge to me. It's really, really important. And it's always in my sort of thought process as to when I'm doing anything, um, as is as is diversity and inclusion. You know, it, they're, they're things that really, really matter, you know. So yeah. I, I think surfing should be this platform that is welcoming to everybody um, and the fact that it's not you know we should as a community look at why it's not and how to change that and and I'm hoping sort of through clubs like ours through clubs like Queer Surf Club um, and there's so many out there that I just think we can make those changes together as a community and it's really important that we do. Yeah well anybody who's got any issues with homophobia race or anything they're they're not welcomed by us and they're uh they cannot yeah. listen to us yeah. as far as you know as far as we care <laughs> and i say yeah i probably i probably sort of put off some of your listeners as soon as you suddenly start going oh my god black lives matter that's it people go right no, delete no, no, so no. I, I apologize in no, advance no 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 we not at all no um can i ask you uh, it's like a personal question on that then how how did you yeah, actually, how did you actually feel then when all that was going on that all that kickback from that spotlight thing um, I felt really sad. Uh, really, I felt really. I guess I just, I just guess I felt quite like vulnerable. Um, I'm normally, you know, I'm sure if you ask sort of my partner and and my family, I'm quite strong. I'm quite I'm quite robust, and I'm you know I'm pretty bloody minded. And I'm sure they'd probably yeah. say they probably use harsher language than that. Yeah, that's um, fine. <laughs> but I found it really difficult to deal with. I found it really hurtful that there's people in in sort of the area that I live in that are, that are voicing these opinions. And it made me kind of go, oh, my goodness, is is that how people view me? Um, so, yeah, it did kind of really freak me out for, like I said, 24, 48 hours where I had a real low couple of days and feeling really upset and feeling that I put my entire family in the spotlight by doing that. Um, yeah. you know and and then I suddenly you know had loads of messages from my friends and obviously you know Steve and the girls were amazing and all the people that actually know me and the people that that count yeah were just like well that's just rubbish these are just people who have no idea have far too much time on their hands and and quite frankly should keep their views to themselves but obviously they need the education but but yeah, it just it was a really tough few few days there, and and it's sort of you know it's hard to talk about. It gets me quite upset, and I do feel quite angry. Yeah. But you know, there's nothing you can do about that other than just go right. Okay, so that happened. 
I'm still believe what I'm doing is right. I still think it's the right thing to do and it still needs to be talked about and I'm still going to do it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sort of be silenced by, by bullies. You know, what sort of a, a person would I be if I let a bully, you know, dictate how I behave and what I talk about? No, Absolutely. That's, that's well, brilliant. you're being a fantastic role model for your children, that's for sure. Yeah, not so, just your you. children, but a lot <laughs> thank of... Thank you. I'll, I'll make sure that we record that a bit and I'll play it back. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah. I'm a role model for you all. Do as you talk. Fill up the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> it's the. Uh, oh. It's not just the ch- your own children, though. It sounds like, you know, there's other children out there and, you know, a lot of women in your community that you are becoming a, a fantastic role model for and everything you're doing and stand for is absolutely incredible. Oh, thank you very, very much. I really do appreciate that. What would you say then if if you had to start all start it all again from the very beginning? What would you What would you do differently? Oh my goodness, what would I do? Differently? I would probably start the over thirties club a couple of years sooner. Um, yeah, the kids club obviously started four years ago, so back in two thousand and sixteen. The, the over 30s just came as a bit of a, um, a bit of an experiment with Devon Girls Can, part of this Girl Can campaign in February 2019. I was doing everything I could because, you know, it's, it's one of those things, like I said, I don't I don't make any money. So I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm going to have to give up another another night. Yeah. You know, all these women were saying, can we have a club? Can we have a club? And, and I delayed, delayed, delayed. And then we got a little bit of funding to put on some free sessions. So we did. And we, we, we had the first one in the last Sunday of February last year. And I was thinking, no one's going to turn up. No one's going to be there. 16 women showed up. And I was like, oh, my God, where have these <laughs> yeah. women all come from? Um, and they, they came every week. We had 24 by the end of the three weeks. Wow. And from that sort of moment on, they were just like, please, can you keep this going? And and yeah, I spoke immediately to Surf Southwest and the guys there, and they've they've been so supportive over the years of all that we're doing. Um, and they just they just said, yeah, absolutely, of course, let's let's get the diaries out, and and that's it. So I would probably start the over thirties much sooner because I can see I can see the level of of community and and so that level of of love that that's brought. Yeah, definitely. How how difficult is it then to find actually find funding for a club? Is it is it very difficult or? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> simple answer. Yes, um, we're yes, lucky in that we we're self funded, so that we ensure that all the, the the sort of fees to come they cover all our coaching costs. Um, but again, one of the key things was to keep it affordable. Yeah. So it is only ten pound per child, and you know, for the adults, it's either fifteen ad hoc or ten pound if you book for four sessions. Yeah. So it's it's ridiculously you know cost effective for the for the girls surfing when surf lessons normally one-to-one would cost you, you know, anywhere yeah. from 40 pound plus. Yeah. Um, so that was the key. We want it to be accessible to, you know, people from, you know, those lower socioeconomic backgrounds too. Um, so we do try and keep it at that cost. And then to get funding, we, we've struggled, but we have been really fortunate for the past, I'd say the past two years, we've had some really nice funding from Devon Girls Can. Um, we've had some funding from local charity set up called Fullerbrook as well. Um, and we had funding recently during lockdown, actually, from Sport England, which is fantastic. 
to sort of be on their radar. It's always yeah. really, really nice that they sort of supported us through that period because it's really, you know, you didn't know whether we were going to come back from lockdown at all. So it was really nice to to have that support. Yeah, no, that was, I think lockdown, through lockdown was one of, in a good way, people got a lot of stuff done that they needed to get done. All the emails went off, all the, you know, all the <laughs> admin work got done. But I can remember sitting, I know it's a terrible thing to say, but I can remember sitting there through lockdown and seeing the surf forecast and just going, oh my God, yeah. it's like everyone wasn't allowed out and it just went epic for about two weeks <laughs> yeah. solid. It did. It was so torturous. Like I think living down here as well, because we, we actually live in walking distance from Croyd Beach. So, you know, uh. the, the, well, not me, I don't tend to just suddenly get my wetsuit on and run down the road, but certainly Steve and Aaliyah do. They'll, yeah. they'll sort of leg it out of the house with their boards and they're off. Oh, they live um, in the dream. So yeah, it was really hard for them in lockdown. It was really hard. Yeah. Also, you have a congratulations Congratulations, because I believe you recently got engaged. I saw it on your. Um, I, I did see it on your, uh, and I saw I saw a whittling woodpecker carving going out there. Uh, I'm not a yes, stalker, um, honestly. I did get engaged. I got two weeks. I think two weeks ago now. So yeah, it was. Um, uh, congratulations. Yeah, Martin. Martin was in on that little secret. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. 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 I, I, I believe you asked the you asked the gentleman as well, didn't you? Well, absolutely. What sort of empowered woman would I be if I didn't? Oh, that is, that's good. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. Well, yeah. well, fair play. That. Well, yeah, I think it's absolutely fantastic. The reason, well, we've been trying to get you on on here since the start, and uh, yeah, I think you were one of the first person um, that I spoke to when we when we started when we mm. said we were going to start a podcast, and uh, I'm sorry yeah, it's taken that. you so long. And... It's. Uh, <laughs> It's taken us ages to get like to get everything in order. Yeah, but yeah, I think between sort of you guys working all the time, and then then the three kids here and stuff, and, yeah, and me and yeah. Steve always <laughs> back life and gets forth. in the it's way, been, doesn't it? It's been quite a feat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's been absolutely incredible to speak to you. I don't, you yeah, it has. Well? Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to um, just to say if anybody's listening that wants to get involved and uh, join join the club uh, do you want to let them know where you where them, they can contact you yeah sure um you can find us we've got a website so that's wavewahinis.co.uk or you can find us on at wavewahinis on instagram at wavewahinis on twitter and we also have a facebook page so we are on pretty much all social media coming at you and have you got a funding page fundraising page go fund me or anything like that no, we don't. We did have one before for one of our um, initial domestic abuse projects. So um, we may well set up another one. And if we do, I will forward it to you guys. That's and you right. can, yeah, we'll you can sort of it. bang the drum for us as well. It would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, yeah. well, a- any of your projects that are coming up, uh, just let us know and we'll do what we can. And um, good luck with them all. Thank- and thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you so much, guys, for having me. I really do appreciate it. It's been great to talk to you both. Um, thanks for that, Vet. I'm going to say it. I know I say it every time, but I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I enjoyed that one too. She yeah. was really nice. Yeah. So easy to talk to. So it, oh, well, I felt, I felt like it just flowed and it was, yeah. it was just a and, nice um, conversation. But like, like she was saying, some of the stuff she's had to go through and like backlash she got, I... That's kind of shocked us about it, actually, didn't it? Yeah, that totally threw me because I... Stuff like that doesn't even enter my head. No. And, and I don't know why or how people fit would I just I yeah don't, don't well that, that's because you don't you don't feel like that you don't think in a negative way so yeah. it's not in your head but it's an it, like what she's doing is a good thing for not only for the people that she's helping but for like people like us who 
don't have any experience of that. It's an eye opener because that's yeah. why we were so shocked. Yeah, I think it is, as you say. Like, so I, yeah, she's not just helping the people like the Wave Wahinis is uh, like a women's surf group. She's not just helping the women. Yeah, she's helping people realise that there is an issue, maybe, and yeah. you know, women do feel like, like it's male dominated. And yeah, like, so that's what's that's what yeah, shocked it's brilliant. us. Like it? stuff that I took from that interview was really like eye opening. Like. I've never even thought about how it must feel as a as a like lone woman surfing out into a group of blokes. Out yeah. In the sea. yeah but when she made the uh, like when she said that she was uh, all the all the girls are right there for the photo shoot and there was two male surfers out there and they looked <laughs> yeah. intimidated. You know, You're like yeah. that is the total role reversal. Yeah. then, and they didn't like it. So. Yeah. So you have got. No, to what think would you do way. though? Like, if you paddled out and there's just a load of women there, what would you, oh, you'd be like, "How oh, you do it?" <laughs> <laughs> no, but what would you be like? Well, yeah, I see. I'm probably the same as you. Like, it wouldn't enter my head that there was a problem anyway. You know, I'd probably be like, "All oh, right," you know. It's just like surfer, somebody on a board, surfer. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter if they're male, female, or an ethnic minority. Yeah. I just see surfer. Yeah, and that that's what I think and i think what we both think all surfers feel like and, yeah. and are like but yeah know, that's, maybe, that, maybe there's not yeah so. that's our normal though isn't it because i think that's it normal is only what you know that's you know yeah, that's, that's right, our yeah. normal so it's really good to have someone that's like opens your eyes like that you yeah. know yeah total yeah. inspiration and a real a real role model for a lot Definitely. of people for yeah. not only the as you say not only the young girls and women from around that club but you know, someone like that, I, well, yeah, role model for a lot of people. Really, really yeah. nice woman. And when I met her at the Wave, she was lovely as well, you know. She, she's just she's just a nice, all-round nice person. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on, Yvette. Yeah. So we need to remind everybody about our Northcore discount code, don't we? For you lovely people. So go and grab your 15% off at... The website, which yeah, is which is northcore-europe.com, and use your promo code Surfshow15, and you'll get fifteen percent off. I couldn't believe it, fifteen percent off. I know it's quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I'm really pleased because you know I don't, they got earplugs on there. Now I looked at them the other day, and I was like, put the code in, and it came down to like twenty quid. I was like, ooh, ooh that's because you got fifteen percent off. And then I put about another fifty things in the basket. And, <laughs> yeah, ooh. That's the thing when you get money off, you think, oh, and I can afford that. Yeah. And you put that in and that in, and before you know it, you've spent more than... You don't spend anything. You never well, no, buy. I'm saying you. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what am I buying you? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. And, um, yeah, we did. Yeah. As always, get in contact. You can find us on Instagram. Yeah. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. If you could like and subscribe to any of those, leave a comment leave a review give us a follow it yeah. all really does help and we like reading the comments we love reading comments yeah, especially the nice ones and yeah. the nasty ones yeah i look forward to them they're gonna come at some point what they're going to now you've just tempted fate yeah <laughs> bring it <laughs> <laughs> see you later cheers <laughs> <laughs>